I'm Andrew Kerpelani, uh, CTO of Workhound. Okay. I am Max Farrell. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Workhound. Oh, I didn't say co-founder. Yeah, you sound lame. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go well. So well. <laughs> this may be done in five minutes. It may be done in five <laughs> hours. We don't know. Okay. We should have brought beers. As you heard, that's Andrew and Max, co-founders of Workhound, a team that's transforming the trucking industry. Oh, and I'm Caitlin Wittenberg, and this is Dynamo Discussions. Quick warning, this episode does contain trucking puns. Try to enjoy anyway. Workhound helps trucking companies better engage with their drivers. So in taking a step back, in the trucking industry... It's the unseen engine of the American economy, and right now it's running poorly. And one of the biggest reasons is that 95% of drivers leave their companies every year. So for a 1,000-driver company, this will cost them about $8 million annually in rehiring, retraining, and lost productivity. And so what we do at WorkHound is we give the drivers a voice to share with the company anonymously what are the big issues that their drivers are facing, The company gets analytics to understand what are the big issues that their most important asset is going through, and then WorkHound provides tools to help them take action. So how did you, you, neither of you have been truck drivers, am I correct in assuming this? This is correct. So how do two non-truck drivers get plugged into the issues of actual truck drivers? Well, I'd I'd say for the last year, we've immersed ourselves in this industry, and, and when I say immersed... We've rode with drivers. We've hung out with drivers at truck stops. We, we now have friends that are drivers that we engage with on a regular basis, and we're either on the phone with drivers daily or getting feedback from drivers multiple times a day from companies a- across the country. So there, there's a lot we've done to really understand the, the intricacies of trucking and the challenges that the industry is faced with. And what we found is that in companies that work with us for just four months, they've seen a a 30% drop in in turnover between the first half of the engagement versus the second half. Others have reported uh, 45% annualized turnover amongst their engaged drivers on WorkHound compared to an average turnover rate of over 100%. Mm -hmm. And those numbers add up. It saves them hundreds of thousands of dollars if they continue on that trend. Yeah, one of the things that's, it, you know, that one of our mentors from Des Moines was really fond of saying was, show me the budget I can take this from. And work on for the cost of an ad or two, uh, a, an internet ad or two for driver recruitment will help them keep the drivers that they've already hired, already spent time and money training and recruiting and, um, you know, getting familiar with the organization. And it does a lot of things, um, a lot of additional sort of tertiary things like, the longer a driver is actually in and familiar with the truck, the safer that driver is. Um, so there's a lot of sort of knock-on benefits as yeah. well. What I find interesting, and this is the case for a lot of founders we've spoken with, is you are outsiders looking in. You don't come from this industry. Why, first of all, why do you care about this problem? Why is this something where you said, oh, I'm going to throw my life into this and um, dedicate all my time and money t- towards? Why do you care? And then why are you the ones to do it? 
As far as why we're the, the ones to do it, uh, I think the big thing for Andrew and I is that we're in love with solving the problem and creating value for people. Whereas uh, a lot of people that are, are from a specific industry, they just want to be around the industry and prove that their idea was right. Mm -hmm. And entrepreneurship isn't about proving to people that you had the best idea. The, idea the, the goal of entrepreneurship is to solve a problem and create value for people in doing that. And so that's, I would say, our big mission that drives us and will lead us to success. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think for me, especially, there's a, there's a couple of different things. Uh, being outsiders looking in, um, you really, as a technologist, like I'm, I'm the technical co-founder, so if you look at engineering, the definition of engineering is applied science. So we pick something to apply our skills to. And so for me, I've been through a number of different industries, actually one somewhat similar. So I've been through aviation and I've been through the automotive aftermarket. When you're looking at these industries, that outside perspective helps you apply that technology more effectively in some ways, because oftentimes in those industries, and trucking is actually very similar, often the businesses are started and run by people who really like the thing. So I might have an aviation business because I really like planes. I might have an automotive uh, aftermarket parts manufacturing business because I really like cars and hot rods. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of people that we talk to are in the trucking business because they, they like trucks and they like you know doing this job and they like working with this thing. But it's not their expertise to have you know, to, they're not a technology, they don't have technology expertise, they don't mm -hmm. have this perspective. And so we're able to come and use that perspective of technology and, and use that skill in applying our science to other, to other industries uh, to give them a new solution. Yeah, it sounds like you have to have the kind of the love for technology and then the empathy for those who are going through exactly. something you haven't. Exactly. Yeah. And then the, I think the last piece is that, like, we want to solve real problems. Like, there's so much technology mm -hmm. now that's, hey, let me order pizza with an emoji and deliver that shit with but a that's drone. That's so cool, though. It's right? cool, but like, <laughs> who wants to spend? Like, I don't no, care about doing I that. Don't I don't care. want to spend my time doing it. I want to mm -hmm. use that product. Like, somebody else do that. But like, I right. I personally can't get excited about creating something that doesn't yeah do anything. The startup that creates the mustache for your yes. Snapchat get that your will send you your tw you know, twenty five milliseconds. Oh, like, no. gosh, I don't care. No, it's a real bummer. <laughs> um, okay, so do you plan on expanding WorkCount beyond trucking ever, or will this always be a trucking app, or do you not know? Well, the, ultimately, yes. As we do our jobs well and, and, and really understand trucking and the intricacies of how do we engage non-desk workers and help them build a stronger rapport with their companies, then absolutely we, we will earn the right to expand but the big thing for us first is that we have to get this model right. We mm -hmm. have to figure out the best ways to engage workers that are often remote or on the go, which is a very unique workforce compared to desk workers. At the same time, we have to find, continue to get management to buy in in taking their workers' insights, digesting it, and then acting on it to, to really complete that feedback loop. And we're getting closer on it in trucking, and we're creating a lot of value here but as we ramp that up, that's when we can start to look at manufacturing and nursing and other parts of the supply chain that have a lot of similar characteristics that uh, I know we could help. Um, okay, um, usually I start here, but I kind of wanted to dig into y'all's company first. But can you talk a little bit about how you two became co-founders and maybe just the journey of growing this company, like how you got here at Dynamo today in this room? We actually came up through the through the startup weekend ecosystem. So both Max and I are organizers and facilitators 
uh, with Startup Weekend, and that really had a mission of helping people uh, begin their entrepreneurial journey through uh, 54-hour crash courses in running a business. And so Max and I both were, were volunteers in that organization. I worked in Des Moines. Max worked in uh, Northwest Arkansas. And we kind of bonded over that uh, as part of the Des Moines startup ecosystem. And then, you know, we both got interested in kind of unsexy problems. We knew each other had kind of similar outlooks on that type of stuff. And so uh, Max kind of came up with the idea and brought me in. He can fill you in a little more detail on that. Want to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When it came to, to putting this together, uh, I started to find some, some real interest from the trucking industry about how do we engage millennials in this industry and how do we start to address some of these really big problems around turnover in the 50,000 driver shortage. I saw that one of the big gaps was the, this breakdown in communication between drivers and the company and, uh, and so we started to put the guts together of if we build a tool to facilitate this, we could create a lot of value quickly. And a lot of times for companies, it may take them a year or two to, to even generate their first dollar in revenue. We were able to do it within the first few months. But what was a, a big turning point for us was we, we got accepted into the Straight Shot Accelerator out of Omaha with nothing more than some, some drawings on napkins and in cold beers. Yeah. Do you still have the napkins? Um, I, I have the sketches somewhere. I, I think they're digitized somewhere out there. Oh, cool. We'll, we'll put that up Very in, hip. Yeah, in the Dynamo that. Museum one day. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, so that gave us idea stage capital, which in the middle of the country is a really rare thing to get several thousand dollars to just go mm-hmm. full steam ahead on, on an idea. And so... Andrew quit his job. I shifted my focus, and we we saw by the end of ninety days we're onto something. So it sounds like because you did a startup weekend, you both had interest in entrepreneurship pretty early on. Have you always wanted to start your own company, or no? Well, see, this, this is pretty funny for me because I actually didn't get really involved in entrepreneurship or really start paying attention until I don't know maybe five to eight years ago. I'm not sure exact timeline. Like when I grew up, I had like no entrepreneurial background. Mm-hmm. Like my parents were teachers and, and you know, that kind of thing. And really it, my goal out of college was to get a good job, you know, and just crank away. And then I, for unknown reasons, decided to take a, um, a small, uh, you know, a job at a small company right out of college and have never worked for a company of more than about I don't know. I think I don't think more than a hundred people since, and it mm-hmm. just kind of slowly snowballed from that. And um, once I went to a startup weekend in in Des Moines, that's where it really kind of bit me, and I got involved in organizing, and then really was trying to look for the right opportunity to to start something on my own. Interesting. How about you, Max? Um, well, I'm fortunate. Both of my parents are are entrepreneurs in their own right. So my mom heads up a, a niche publishing company down in Little Rock, Arkansas. And my dad has built a custom furniture business. But for me, cool. my, my first foray into entrepreneurship was really through hip-hop. So, God, uh, I'm so glad you brought this up. Thank yeah, you so, so much. <laughs> I almost did it. I forgot. Okay, go. So, so not a lot of people know this, but people that know me do. But I'm, I'm a rapper, hip-hop artist, whatever you want to call it. And in high school, um, hip-hop was my business. I put shows together. I had CDs. And I did everything in the business. It was working with the media to get the shows out there, the venues to book the shows, the producers and engineers to record my music, go to, uh, you know, go to the graphic designers to get the design for the, 
um, for the posters and then use social media to blast everything out. And in high school, I was making you know, decent money getting to perform my music in front of people. And, uh, and I learned a lot about business, but one of the biggest things I learned in that process was learning from others that have gone through it and, and figure out how do you learn from their mistakes so you can skip the five that they made before I make my first one. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think that sort of process of, of talking to people that have been in the trenches building businesses now uh, is really helpful. But it started with hip hop. Um, what advice do you have for other founders out there? Let's start there. So I would say the biggest thing for me is get somebody who will do the shit that you won't. Like mm -hmm. Max has a tolerance for bullshit that no other person in the world has. Like <laughs> if, if it meant to, like going to talk to a client, he would like sleep on a couch in a living room where one wall was just gone. Done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got some advice? Um, yeah, just uh, in thinking about the, I'd, I'd say the advice that comes to mind is just the startup formula. And, and so the, the formula uh, I have it written down is that it's, it's pain plus passion plus persistence equals payoff. And, and I think all of those things need to be there. That really, if you just keep banging your head against the wall on, on accomplishing something, you'll, you'll realize, okay, this hurts, and you'll find the, the best way to, to break through the wall. But if, if you don't really have the pain, then you'll never really be passionate about solving that, uh, that mm -hmm. problem. And so like for, for us with WorkHound, the, the mission that I was driven by was how do we help people love the work they do? And that's a, a, a challenge I'm, I'm willing to spend every day working on because I do think it's important. And there's urgency in, in trucking in the ways that there's not. So in following it, that formula, it's, it's led to some good results for us so far. That's great. Okay, one more part to that question is, as founders, what do you need help with? Um, if, if we could kind of snap our fingers and take one point of stress away in your business, what would it be? We would like introductions to trucking companies, please. <laughs> Done. Pre Got it. Preferably trucking companies that have more than 100 drivers. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, well, that's all I have, y'all. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. All right, you better believe we're going to take this episode out with a clip from one of Max's hip-hop songs. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, GE Ventures. GE Ventures partners and invests in the best ideas within software, healthcare, energy, and advanced manufacturing. You can follow us on Twitter at This Is Dynamo and learn more about WorkHound at WorkHoundApp.com. But now, let's drop that beat. You can hate me, tease me, cut me, bleed me. See my life drain from the white shorts, leave see. I've been wrong, but I'm still at it. Red short, asthmatic, wrong sport, backtracking. Push the pedal down, gas tank steady. Wrong formulas, had to whip all sorts of crazy. Ditch the old ties. People want to stay for the long haul. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>